I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Charmander. Charmander needs no introduction. Easily the most popular of the original trio of starters, Charmander, and especially Charizard, is one of the most popular Pokémon in the world. Charmander is a classic example of a great Pokémon design. Simple, but memorable. A cute little orange salamander with a flaming tail. Most of the Pokédex entries for Charmander, Charmeleon and Charizard are pretty by the numbers, talking about how hot their flames are and all the things they can melt and burn. The interesting tidbit is that in several Pokédex entries, it talks about Charmander's flame going out and it dying. I know people often read that as though a Charmander would need to use an umbrella in the rain or risk death, but in most entries, I'm pretty sure the correlation is the other way around. The intensity of the fire shows how healthy the Charmander is, and the fire will go out when it dies. This explains why there isn't a mountain of Charmander corpses from every time somebody uses water gun. Charmander's name is pretty self-explanatory. Char refers to a state of burning, and then Manda, Melian, and Zard come from Salamander, Chameleon, and Lizard, respectively. He's a fire lizard. It isn't rocket science. The Japanese name is even more on the nose. Hitokage is the Japanese from Salamander, and it's made up of fire and lizard. He and Tokage. Charmeleon and Charizard are even more on the nose. Their Japanese names are Lizardo and Lizardon. No doubt a big reason for Charmander and Charizard's enduring popularity is their role in the anime. For the first few seasons, when Pokemon was at the peak of its ridiculous popularity, Charizard was the main cool, tough Pokemon among Ash's team of cute critters. Pikachu, Bulbasaur and Squirtle stayed as lovable, loyal animals throughout, but Charmander grew up and turned kinda mean. Charmeleon, to me, is the definition middle evolution. Taller and cooler than the cute Charmander, but without the special features that make Charizard iconic. Something about the design, no doubt influenced by the portrayal in the anime, just makes Charmeleon the quintessential awkward, stroppy teenager to me. Then finally we have adulthood. Ash's Charizard followed in Charmeleon's footsteps, initially being grumpy and unresponsive. I always think of the first movie in Mewtwo's line, Your Charizard is poorly trained. <laughs> of course, later in that movie Charizard did fight for Ash, and as the show went on he grew to love and respect his trainer. I went from a bit of a bully to a lovable rogue. Charizard helped save the day in the second movie, and had an even bigger heroic and iconic moment in the third. These first three Pokemon movies are big deals for people of my generation because they were the ones that were shown in the actual cinemas in the UK. So seeing Charizard swoop in and fight Entei and save the day was proper punch-the-air stuff for me. Charizard is iconic like Ubisoft can only dream of. Charizard is a dragon straight out of Game of Thrones, and Ash rides him around like he's the original Daenerys Stormborn of the House Targaryen, Queen of the Andors and the First Men and Protector of the Well, Queen of Marine and Khaleesi of the Great Ghast Sea, Breaker of Chains, the Unburned, and the Mother of Dragons. Except, Charizard isn't a dragon, and in Red, Blue and Green he couldn't even learn fly, but we won't go into that. Dragons in mythology, here in the West, and especially in China and Japan, are sacred and powerful far beyond even other mystical creatures. In the games, particularly the first couple of generations, Dragon was treated as a special and powerful type. In most mythologies and fantasies where dragons are something powerful and ancient, there are other fire-breathing lizards who appear similar, but are of more natural origin. Think of Dark Souls, Monster Hunter, and even Lord of the Rings. 
Charizard will fall into this category, among drakes and worms and wyverns. Which makes sense, he's a starter Pokemon. He wasn't called into being by a wizard or born a thousand years ago. He started as a cute little lizard and grew into a powerful Charizard over the course of journeying with his trainer. Growing and learning and evolving is the core value of the whole Pokemon franchise. Charizard, as one of the original starters, represents and embodies that, which is why it makes sense he isn't a dragon. It would dilute the point of the character if Charizard were a dragon, and it's good that he stays as fire and flight. In the sixth generation of Pokemon games, the original starters returned and gained Mega Revolutions to boot. Charizard again showed off that it's the most popular, gaining not just one but two Mega Revolutions, one for each game. Mega Charizard Y turns Charizard up to 11. His spikes are spikier, his wings are wingier, and he just looks a bit more Charizard. Mega Charizard X colours it black like the shiny and makes Charizard a dragon. Fine then, I guess I was wrong. To me, this goes to show why the Mega Revolution idea wasn't really very Pokemon. Even at the time, everyone compared it to Digimon and Digivolution. And it does feel much more like that than the classic Pokemon theme of growing and evolving and training. As well as being a starter Pokemon in the first and sixth generations of games, and being a key monster in the anime, Charizard plays a prominent role in a couple of fighting games. Of the three Pokemon used by the Pokemon Trainer in Smash Bros. Brawl, only Charizard returned on the 3DS and Wii U games. This was because to get the games running on 3DS, no transforming characters could be kept. And Pokemon Trainer is back in Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Charizard is once again along for the ride, meaning he has appeared in three different generations of Smash Bros. as a playable character. Charizard was also a fighter in Pokken Tournament from the very beginning. My main memory of Charizard in Pokken was that it was used by one of my best friends, Amelia, and it took me literal months to get good enough to actually beat her. If we played random we were pretty evenly matched, but I just could not beat her Charizard. To the point that one night we were playing against each other online and her mum was watching, and suggested that she let me win so I wouldn't feel bad. She didn't, she just continued to bully me with her big powerful Charizard. I don't care though, I love Charizard anyway. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie, and artwork for the podcast was by Katie Groves. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, and you can email the show at LukeLovesPKMN at gmail.com. Please do get in touch if you've got anything to say about the next Pokemon we'll be covering, Squirtle and their revolutions. And if not, give us a rating and review on iTunes, like and subscribe on YouTube. All of that nonsense does help. And remember, I love Pokemon, and I love you too.